ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله it is important for us to think about the quran and what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us in the quran allah sent down many revelations there were many books that came before the quran too there was the zabur and the taurat and the injil and other books that allah revealed the last one was the quran the speech of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kalamullahi ghayru makhluq it is the speech of allah that is not created minhu bada'a wa ilayhi ya'ud from allah it began from allah it emanates and to him it will return this is the quran that allah has commanded us to think about its meanings because when it comes to the quran it is not just about reading it it is not just about memorizing it but there is more than that a person must read it and memorize it but also make sure that a person understands the quran understands what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about within the quran from amongst those chapters of the quran is a small chapter at the very end and that is surah an-nas a chapter that everybody has memorized a chapter that is known to the young and the old when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us qul a'udhu bi rabbin nas malikin nas 
ilahin nas min sharril waswasil khannas alladhi yuwaswisu fi sudurin nas min aljinnati wan nas in this chapter suratun nas allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us at the beginning qul a'udhu bi rabbin nas say that I seek refuge in the Lord of all of mankind. Allah is telling us to return back to Him in times of need, in times of necessity, in all of the protection and the refuge that you seek, that you seek it in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That you return back to your Lord. أعوذ برب الناس That I seek refuge and protection in none other than the Rabb of all of mankind. This again affirms the Rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah is the Rabb. Meaning He is the Khaliq the creator and he is al-malik al-khaliq al-malik he is the one who created he is the one who is the king he is the one in authority over all of creation he is al-muhyi al-mumit he is the one who gives life and gives death he is al-mudabbir likulli shay the one who controls and has authority over everything he is Ar-Razzaq, the one who provides the sustenance for his creation. He is the one that you return back to in seeking refuge in. He is the one that you return back to in asking for protection and refuge and guardianship. You do not go back to the graves of the deceased people who will neither hear you, nor will they be able to benefit you in any way, shape or form. Nor do you return back to the graves of the awliya, or even the graves of the prophets and the messengers. You do not go to them, turning to them, prostrating to them, seeking shafa'a from them, seeking refuge and protection in them that is shirk and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us clearly that a person who dies upon shirk then he will not be forgiven inna Allah la yaghfiru an yushraka bih wa yaghfiru ma duna thalika liman yasha that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive that you commit shirk alongside him, that you associate partners alongside with him, but he forgives all else lesser than that to whom he wills. So Allah tells you in this ayah, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ The king of all of mankind on the day of judgment, all of the other kings and their kingdoms will come to an end. All of their kingdoms will be nothing. 
and the only kingdom will remain the only kingdom that will be is the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who has the kingdom of the heavens and the earth so you say قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إِلَٰهِ النَّاسِ the one who is the ilah of the people meaning al-ma'luh al-ma'bud the one who is to be worshipped that is the ilah the one who is the one deserving of worship deserving of the worship of the people deserving of the worship of all of his creation so look at how the first two ayat they talk about Allah being the Rabb of everything being the Lord the King of everything and then we are told he is therefore the one that you worship alone and that is the meaning of the Shahada when you say la ilaha illallah the meaning of that is la ma'abuda bihaqqin illallah that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the only deity worthy of worship in truth all of the others that the people they worship then they are all false and they are not deserving of any deification and on that day when the accountability occurs then all of those others who worshipped others besides Allah they will find themselves from the unsuccessful so Allah tells us قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إِلَٰهِ النَّاسِ say I seek refuge in the Rabb of all of mankind the Lord of all of creation the King of all of creation the one who is worshipped and to be worshipped by all of creation the one deserving of that worship and nobody else besides him قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إِلَٰهِ النَّاسِ مِنْ شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ what is it that you are asking Allah to give you protection from? it is from the evil of the whisperings of Al-Khannas the evil of the whisperings of Al-Shaytan the Shaytan that whispers to the people whispers to mankind with the evil whispers to their souls to go upon Haram and to abandon the Halal to go upon the evil pathways and to abandon the pathway of Allah and in particular one of the greatest times when the shaitan whispers to mankind one of the greatest times when this waswasa occurs the wasawis occur is during the prayer for indeed it is mentioned how the shaitan gives extra importance to trying to get the whisperings upon the people during the prayer
It is mentioned in a narration that when a person is praying, the shaitan comes and whispers to his mind, whispers to him, says to him, Udhkur kada wa kada, Udhkur kada wa kada. Think about that thing, remember that thing. And so the person's mind begins to wander during the prayer. His mind begins to wander away from the prayer. His mind is not focused on the prayer. He is not thinking about the prayer. The shaitan has taken his mind away from the prayer. Why does the shaitan try so hard in this act of worship, the prayer? Because we know the prayer is the greatest act of worship after the shahadatain, after the tawheed and the declaration of faith. Then the greatest pillar of Islam is this prayer. So the shaitan gives extra focus in trying to take the people's minds away during the prayer. So he comes, as the narration mentions, and says to people, Udhkur kada wa kada, remember this and remember that. So when a person is praying, his mind is all over the place, and it's not focused on the worship he's doing. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, maybe a person prays, and finishes his prayer. But at the end of it, he only comes out with a tenth of the reward. Only 10% of the reward. Where has the rest of the reward gone? It has been taken away by the whisperings of the shaitan upon you that you are not focused in your prayer. Maybe at the end of the prayer, somebody asks you, which surah did the imam recite and you have no idea what surah the imam recited maybe it was nas, a simple surah that you all know but you do not know that is the one that he recited because your mind was not in the prayer that's why the scholars have said when you pray don't pray with your body only Pray with your body and your heart and mind focused also. If your heart and mind are not in the prayer, only your body is in the prayer doing the ruku' and the sujood and the sitting and the standing, but your mind and your heart are not there, then you will not get the benefit of the prayer. So here, min sharril waswasil khannas, from the evil of the whisperings of Al-Khannas. Al-Khannas, the shaitan who comes to the people to afflict them with whisperings. But then he flees and runs away and hides. Runs away and hides when? When the servants of Allah are upon the dhikr of Allah. When the servants of Allah Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yadhkuroon Allah. They remember Allah. They do the supplications. They do the ad'iyah. They make the du'as. Then at that time the shaitan runs away from them. And that is why it is mentioned. The shaitan runs away from the adhan. 
The shaitan runs away when you are upon the remembrance of Allah. But when a servant is negligent, he is negligent and he is not thinking about Allah. He is not doing any du'as, any remembrances, any Qur'an. Then that makes it even easier for the shaitan to come and attack an individual. For the shaitan to come with the whisperings upon a person. But when the person is strong in regular, regular remembrance of Allah, constant remembrance of Allah, then that makes it difficult for the shaitan to come and perform his whisperings upon that individual. So make note here. The one who comes and whispers in the hearts of mankind. The one who comes and whispers in the breasts of mankind. Comes and whispers to them evil. Whispers to them to take them away from the ibadah. From the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then note what Allah mentions right at the end. الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ From the jinn and the humans. Meaning these whispers that occur. It is not only the shayateen of the jinn that come and put these whispers upon you of evil. Rather mankind, humans, may also whisper the evil and the whisperings of mankind are worse and more severe than the whisperings of the shaitan when mankind humans they come and whisper evil to you meaning they try to encourage you to go away from practicing your religion or they come and try to encourage you to do bid'ah to do innovation, to do misguidance, to take you into evil acts that may be shirk, going to the graves and to the deceased and slaughtering for the dead. These are whisperings from mankind of evil that they wish to take you away into. Those whisperings of mankind are harder sometimes for a person to recognize a person coming and talking to you and slowly taking you away into haram slowly influencing you to do bid'ah and innovation so when you are asking allah for refuge you're asking allah to give you refuge from the whisperings of the shaitan and from the whisperings of the evil from mankind الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله you can see how small this surah is yet how many great meanings it has within it just like that surah the whole of the Quran Allah has revealed it upon us 
with tremendous meanings throughout it if a servant was to ponder over the meanings of the Quran and understand them then certainly your life would be completely different your life would be different your iman would increase your worship and your obedience would be greater insha'Allah ta'ala if a servant understands what Allah is telling us this is the speech of Allah this is not written down by mankind this is not created this is what Allah said Jibreel alayhi salam heard it directly from Allah Allah said it and it was heard by Jibreel directly from Allah then he came and gave that to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught him that revelation the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam then taught that revelation to mankind to the Sahaba and then they to the Tabi'een then they to the Tabi'u Tabi'een all of them passing it on one after the next the Quran that is preserved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so do not be negligent of the Quran do not be negligent and do not be from those people who don't know the meanings of the Quran or what Allah is telling us in the Quran it is of great and tremendous importance for us to gain this knowledge in the famous hadith when the Prophet ﷺ mentioned Ad-Deenun Nasiha Ad-Deenun Nasiha Ad-Deenun Nasiha Qalu liman ya Rasulullah Qala lillahi wa li rasulihi Wa li kitabihi This religion it is the sincerity, purity of advice To whom? And what is that sincerity? Where? To Allah Sincerity, ikhlas in your worship of Allah to the messenger sincerity in following the messenger and the commandments of the Quran and the Sunnah and thirdly in particular and specific sincerity to the book of Allah the Prophet ﷺ told us sincerity to the Quran meaning that you read it and you learn it and you practice it and you memorize it and you understand it that is what is required of the believers and the Muslims so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who understand the Quran, practice it and implement it in our lives and that we may be from those righteous and upright believers.